Supernatural Explorers. This episode, let's go off together to the old ghost town of Pandemonium and the Tuscarora State Forest in Perry County, Pennsylvania. This distance visit has been coming for some time. Many months ago, when I had less of a clue as to what I was doing, I spiritually connected with a Sasquatch who clearly said Tuscarora in my mind's ear. Then, a few months after that, I was listening to part two of the Strange Familiars episodes on Pandemonium and heard how Tim and friends went to Tuscarora under the guise of being open to paranormal ghost-like activity, only to find Sasquatch activity, unexpectedly. So that's the Sasquatch synchronicity that led me here, and I'm not disappointed by what I encountered during my first distance visit to Pandemonium. So let's go in. So, the format of the show from now on, I'm going to pick places that I know I can go to and check out and that have reported activity. And then I'm going to distance, visit them, see what I feel. If I feel something of a strong nature, I will then go there. Put on my shoes. (laughs) Actually go out into the world exploring and seeing what the difference is between feeling something from a distance and what I feel there and if having a sort of knowing a former meeting a relationship even with the spirits I connect with then when I go there am I going to have some kind of different activity perhaps we shall see so pandemonium I'm still new to the idea of pandemonium and so what I did, I'm sure I googled Pandemonium, I think I just typed in, oh, Pandemonium Ghost Town, I think I typed in, and I came across, it's a Tumblr account, I'm really not familiar with Tumblr, but it came through a webpage and it came through as a blog, and it's a girl, Annalise, and she has Pennsylvania Paranormal and True Crime. And it's a blog dedicated to the ghost schools and monsters of Pennsylvania. This blog will also have the occasional true crime story and weird history post. No legend is too little or too local to be featured. This blog takes requests through ask messages. And please feel free to submit your own stories. And I found the post on Pioneer Cemetery. And she's got even got a picture, which is wonderful. Burial ground of... Pandemonium, a small community once located in this valley. There's a sign there. That's pretty cool. I'm surprised I don't have the chills, because that's like chill-worthy. Maybe a picture of a gravestone, and then the forest and some runes. And she writes about Pandemonium. And because she writes about paranormal, and I was kind of organically led to her site, happened very easily, and I like what I'm seeing. And I'll read about Pandemonium in a second, which she wrote. I'm going to then, as a thank you that she has this, hopefully she's still doing this kind of stuff, I'm going to ask her what she'd like me to check out, if she has a place she'd like me to check out. And we'll see. Uh, it's got to be in my <laughs> it's got to be in my radius. Lancaster County, PA, it's got to be in my reasonable radius, undefined, but 
probably no further than an hour and a half away, which pandemonium is for me. It's an hour and a half away. So let's see what Annalise has to say about pandemonium. Pandemonium. Yes, there was once a town called Pandemonium in Pennsylvania, and it lives up to its name. Today, the abandoned plot of land in Perry County consists of overgrown ruins of once thriving businesses such as the Tannery. The only cleaned up portion of the ghost town is the Pioneer Cemetery, where someone has been taking care of and leaving flowers on the graves. This cemetery has a number of ghost stories associated with it. Ah, so far, I like it. No one knows exactly what wiped out the res- <laughs> wiped out. That sounds like a that's a movie right there. No one knows exactly what wiped out the residents of Pandemonium, but most believe it was smallpox. Oh, that's serious. If that's true, then I feel bad for making fun. But most believe it was a smallpox outbreak. I hope not. But it seems those former residents haven't yet been able to leave the boundaries of the old town. If that's true, me and my spirit team will help them. We will. We have some experience doing that. And you will get to hear what I feel when something like that happens, if that should be the case. Well, I'll go on. There is another story of an escaped slave who is... Ah, this is... I can't read this uh, entertainment-wise anymore. This is like serious stuff. There's another story of an escaped slave who was accidentally shot by hunters in the surrounding woods. That's horrible. Her unmarked grave near a white birch tree is said to be a center point for activity. The apparition of the little girl, nicknamed Sadie, can be seen running around pandemonium in search of a mother. If that's true, you know, I thought I was going to do like the last episode, the episodes on Site 7, where I was going to say, give me Spirit A, and Spirit A is the strongest thing in... Yeah, okay, and... I thought maybe I was going to follow the same format. Look at me. Was I just making fun of myself? That's weird. (laughs) I was thinking I was going to follow the same format. But we have a supposed escaped slave and a supposed... Ah, so there's a supposed man who is accidentally buried outside this cemetery. So I asked to be connected with him. And if I don't feel anything, then either my connection's down for the night... Or maybe that's a story, because we're, spoiler alert, we're kind of eternal. We live many lives, some believe, (laughs) and actually, yeah, have memory of a past life. I'll talk about another show if anyone asks, or if it comes up. I don't want to go too far off topic. The apparition of a little girl named Sadie. So Sadie, I'll ask to be connected with Sadie. And if these spirits are around, we'll see what we can do to help them. A number of strange lights, noises, electrical anomalies, and EVPs have been reported by visitors to Pandemonium. A number of strange light noises. You know what I like? She didn't mention Sasquatch. I like that. State troopers are often called to the town on reports of suspicious activity, only to find the area empty. Yeah. That speaks to something. If you decide to visit Pandemonium, be sure to keep an eye out for the various overgrown foundation stones, which is all that's left of the once thriving town. Be respectful to the weathered graves. I like that. Be respectful to the area. I feel that. All right. Thank you, Annalise. Thanks to Annalise and her Pennsylvania Paranormal and True Crime Tumblr account which is a blog, we are now informed. So let's go in. Without any further ado, 
Um, we'll do this organically. I'm definitely going to ask to be connected with then the most powerful spirit in there because I believe that is going to be a Sasquatch-like spirit based on my prior experience and based on what I heard on Strange Familia's Pandemonium Part 2 episode. So, let's go in. Alright. I'm calm, I'm balanced, but I'm excited. I guess I'm taking a few extra seconds to make sure that the balance stays and that I don't let another wave of excitement <laughs> put my energy off. Alright. Then the left help got some of that energy out. Oh, without even asking. I was connecting with Pandemonium without... Um, no! It's not true. I was not connecting with Pandemonium. It's funny, I was thinking about Pandemonium, but on the back burner, I actually found myself when I went to go in, almost subconsciously, but it was directing my energy, thinking about Site 7 and going to the center of Site 7. Yeah, as soon as I felt the energy, I'm like, wait, I, one, I didn't ask to be connected to Pandemonium yet, and two, I recognize this energy. So, I'm at the center, which is the power center feels golden. I'm imagining whatever uh, issues they were having yesterday based on how the center feels. Just powerful balance. Resting. Resting while, while at the same time generating nice... Yeah, I'm starting to think gravity connects us all, even through the dimensions. Because if you think of gravity as just stuff attracted to stuff in a certain way... Because, um, I don't know, if you look up gravity, is there the definition better than that? <laughs> Even if it says bigger words, is it better than that? And I, So if gravity is all the stuff that is attracted to all the stuff that is in some way, and that's a, a field, an energetic field of sorts, or a field of nature of sorts or a supernatural field of sorts then it could stand the reason that that's what connects us all that's why stuff can read you even though you can't see it and you can feel like you're being scanned by something hypothesis of course but I like it so site 7 center just feels great very happy I was half thinking of going back and rechecking on the area because I feel bad about them having an off Offish night the other night, but uh, I'm glad the center, Area 9, actually felt like came out to say hello to me. I wasn't, I didn't go into Pandemonium yet, and it's like it came out to say hello, and immediately recognized it, and immediately went into it, and kind of merged with it, and then realized what was going on. So that's pretty cool. I think we need our mind and thoughts a lot less than we think we do. Seems like Things function perfectly fine without me thinking much. So, it's a lesson for me anyway. Alright, enough jibba-jabba. <laughs> Say goodbye to Site 7 and move on to officially just to be taken to Pandemonium. I want to feel the energy of Pandemonium, the area. I'm asked to please not be connected to any entities yet. I just want to feel the area. If I could, please. So, going in, Pandemonium. Yeah, all right. <laughs> true, true. I'm laughing because it's been said that, you know, words and names matter. Think about it. 
So, place called Pandemonium. Imagine what the energy feels like. That's not horribly off-balanced. Well, you know what? Instead of describing it, I'll tell you what I feel, and then I'll describe it so it's more meaningful. Yeah. When I ask to be connected to places, I feel most of the energy below me, but then for me to make sense of the energy, parts of the energy that I'm connected to populate my body, my chakras, and where my chakras kind of light up, or where, the, where my emotions kind of set off, where the energies inside of me set off, kind of tell me a tale. And so um, I know I'm actually connected with the area because I feel most of the energy below me kind of spread out around me then stuff is being set off in me and within me I feel these sways these 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 flows these I'm making a spinning around motion with my hands it's like a, imagine two whirlpools kind of not super powerful like you know not like a tornado powerful but two whirlpools of energy say the size of like 18 foot round pools <laughs> two of them spinning in the opposite directions and then they come upon each other and their swirls are pushing upon each other that's a very good description of what i feel here and if you're ever a kid and you had a round pool i was lucky enough to have one and you know i get my i grab my brother my sister and some friends and and we're in the pool and then we all start like walking around it in the same direction around the pool and that gets the water start moving in that direction. Imagine the first two laps, how the water's moving after the first two laps. It's getting moving. It's starting where if you stop, you might feel it a little on you, still moving. You started getting the current flowing, like a two-lap current in either direction. So that's not hard. It's not like 20 kids in the pool and they just ran around 20 times and now like, and then they they lift their feet up and they get sucked into the middle because of the current. Not that strong, but... um, so not, but definitely not balanced. So let's see if my spirit team, if we can hopefully in some way assist in the balancing of this area. Ah, this area is great. From what I felt to balanced, 10 seconds. So to me, this is my hypothesis. If when stressors are balanced out which is almost the equivalent of them being removed in a a sense this thing quickly goes back to nature it's original nature just feels calm peaceful balance so that to me speaks to there's some powerful energies there powerful enough to sway the energy of the place in an unbalanced direction to me that either speaks to uh, powerful energy being imbalanced or it speaks to different types of energy being there that don't get along that could cause it too maybe each and in their own right are okay but for some reason they're not getting along and that can stir the era so let's let's see what's causing the disturbance at pandemonium and I, I can't imagine it's just people saying the name and the name but I do I'm not making fun of that I do think every word that has meaning intent and intention has an energy and energies affect everything because everything is energy okay now I'm going to be asked to connect to the in the story I read the guy buried outside the cemetery I think he's around still so please connect me to that gentleman thank you
Yeah, definitely a real person. Immediately connected. Ah, all right. Very, yeah. You know, action, reaction. That's everything. Uh, Everything is acted upon and everything acts upon something else. And we're all connected in that way. Just a fact. To greater or lesser degrees, but that's true. And your spirit does go on. You don't have to believe me at all. Believe what you want. We'll all see someday. So, but if you go with the theory that spirits do go on, and you can imagine, if you can look at yourself, your energy patterns as habit. You know, what creatures a habit. We've got a lot of habits, creates a lot of different energy patterns. If your energy's patterns set off in a certain way, or it throws you off, you know sometimes that can take years depending on what it is. And some, for some of those energies that throw you off, it could take a lifetime for you to resolve that. And there might be some things inside of some of us that will be like, you know what, I'm just going to have to get to that next lifetime. I'm just going to have to put that on the table that. So it's energies uh, that affect us can stay with us for a while, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, this guy, I felt energy heavy like an anvil in the lower parts of my body from like my navel down just kind of like in a flowing constant downward motion to me that speaks to somebody who keeps having a negative thought about something and so their energy even if it tries to rise up it keeps getting pushed down by the I can't believe that happened I can't believe that happened so the energy speaks to the story so uh, I feel bad that I spoke this much without helping. I'll try because it just seems right. Think in the future if I feel something like this, we'll do our best to balance it first before I jump out, and then I'll t- try and tell you the whole tale. Hopefully that goes well. If I'm losing some of the information, I might have to feel someone come out tell about it thing and then go back in and help them if they need help which is un- would be unfortunate so I'm hoping I can do the first one around alright I don't think this guy had a name I'm just going to call him friend and uh, let's see if we can help him out we mean me and my spirit team they really do the work I'm the reporter truth be told yeah this, a deep sadness it, um this is what happened, and this is what I, I can feel it, and this is so why I believe it. And I've said this in another episode. How I think it works is there's so many people. I mean, anybody who has a concept of this spirit and wants to use it for good, can't you see on a spiritual level? Imagine that joining with the other good spirits and doing good. And so, if you're of that mindset, then you're on that team. And the team's vast. It's infinite. And so what I I think imagine happens is when we approach someone to help them, the person who knows that spirit the best, either because they went through the exact same experience and got over it three lifetimes ago, or um, they they actually know the person. It's someone on the other side who knows the person. And just like portals (laughs) hypothetically can be created between planes of existence that UFOs seem to fly through and that Sasquatches seem to walk through and other things seem to walk through imagine on the spirit on any spiritual plane of existence 
that if you are at a low level vibration because something happened to you on the way out and you just can't get over it and you're not ready to get over it and so you're negligently holding your vibration low and not being able to elevate you're going to be on a different plane of existence than some other people and for other people to go down your plane of existence is going to be uncomfortable for them and maybe they can't even maybe it's like us and the, this this parallel plane of existence that seems to be touching us where the sasquatch and ufos and stuff seem to disappear into maybe you can only be a touching layer to actually even sometimes see somebody so if a friend of theirs is two planes a higher vibration up from the person who's suffering they can't get to them much like we can't connect with whatever's on the next plane so yeah as soon as I said we're going to go in and help this gentleman, this friend, immediate connection, immediate connection with a spirit from my team connected with the spirit, an immediate merging of like old friends that would know each other or people who are alike who know that they're alike and they differ from other people in other ways but they know they're alike and so they're happy to see each other. Either way it was an embrace and instant merging. And this gentleman, our friend, who was buried outside the cemetery, energy rose up into his body more in a balanced way, like pretty quickly. But it's still very heavy energy, so it's not flowing. So powerful, heavy energy. And what does powerful, heavy energy feel like? Well, hey, it feels heavy. If you were experiencing such energy, you'd probably feel lethargic low motivation, not feeling like doing anything, probably very close to depression. And you know, anybody who's ever had any bouts of depression, and we're all human, so we all have. When you're going through that, it's hard to dig out sometimes. You need a hand, you need a friend. So this guy, I was in there, I felt like, it felt like 10 minutes, and 10 minutes, as I've said in other episodes, is a long time for balancing. I mean, if someone doesn't balance out after 10 minutes, they need counseling therapy, so to speak. But let me go in and check. A lot of work was done. I came out to report on it because it had ended up somewhere. But now that I talked about it, I can't remember how it ended. In other words, a friend was as balanced out as he was going to be. And so then I came out and reported. So let me see where he's at and close it out. Say goodbye. And then we'll go and check on Sadie. Yeah, we're going to, I didn't know this was going to be a feature of the show. We're going to check on our, we'll call him first friend. Our first friend from Pandemonium. We're going to definitely check him back when I'm on another episode. He feels very good. He feels night and day from when we came upon him. Mm, I'm going to ask some of the spirit team to stay with him, volunteers, maybe people who want to level up and are looking to do a good deed, stay with this guy, help keep him balanced. Yeah. We're going to check on totally confident he's okay. Right now he feels okay, but I feel like he feels okay with help. So hopefully some spirits can stay with him, help keep him balanced. The sight is balanced, and the spirit's balanced. So that we're now we're building up a momentum of balance. And you know what I was thinking? we got to change the name. <laughs> Give a place a break. If it had a rust history, in remembrance of it, say formerly known as Pandemonium, but give it a new name. 
give it a new chance to be something different energetically. If anybody knows how to submit a name change request to a town, please help out. Because to me, that seems like a magical thing. Bet you there's someone who works in a clerk's office somewhere. It's like, oh, you just got to file Form 19B and it's done. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, the board meets on it, but they'll, they'll want it because nobody ever liked the name Pandemonium. <laughs> so. Suddenly called it Pleasantville. The area would instantly be nicer for anyone who went there. Just saying. Power words. Okay. Say goodbye to our first friend at Pandemonium, and we will check on him another episode. Uh, make sure he's okay. No point in checking on him later. He's going to feel pretty much the same. Day two, three, four. If he feels still the same, then I can start to feel comfortable, confident that he's golden. Go back in a few days, and he's jacked up back exactly the way he was, or God forbid worse, then I'd be concerned. But pandemonium feels balanced. He feels balanced. He's got some peeps with him, helping him out. I think we're going to find him good next time we come upon him. I got high hopes because he feels good now with the help. If you feel good with the help, that means you're opening yourself to the help to receive the help. If you don't feel good with the help, it's either not the right help for you, or you're not ready for it because you're in a certain state. And it's good to know the difference. It's good to know where you're at. Just saying. (laughs) In my opinion. Okay. Here we go. You know, this show is not just because I love the supernatural. It's because I also think everything happens for a reason. I'm trying to figure out the reason for everything. That's why I go off in my little off-tangents about spiritual lessons about stuff. Because I think creation is a a puzzle that we not only get to play with, but it's also we solve it as we're playing with it at the same time. It's very cool. Okay. Sadie. Sadie's okay, but she has a bunch of emotions that she's... I'm going to let her process it. She's got she's to get it out. But she's okay. It's like she's on top of it. She was aware. She is aware, but she just needed some help processing some emotions. So... I'm going to be back. Ah. You know how there's ticks in this plane of existence? You know, ticks, the things that suck your blood and then sometimes cause our animals and people that we love diseases, Lyme disease, and stuff like that. Yeah, like on our plane, like on other planes, if you can imagine such a thing how you see our world and the way things operate could be similar a similar structure or similar something in the way that another plane operates you got ticks on this plane you got energy suckers on other planes it's weird like Sadie's spirit felt actually good and then her emotions I felt is separate so uh, I was trying to make sense of that wait she feels good when emotions feel separate and that's why I said like oh she just needs help processing Sometimes we need help processing our emotions. Sometimes we need to say what we're feeling to someone else to help get it out. Or we got to write it down to help get it out. Otherwise it doesn't come out. That's what I thought was going on. I feel something attached to Sadie that was holding her in this space. She's got a, just call it what it is. She's got some kind of parasite. So let's take care of this thing and you can go where it, wherever they need to go <laughs> just away not not welcoming 
Pleasantville. <laughs> Pleasantville doesn't have ticks. Here we go. Alright, it's been a while since we removed something from somebody. And the normal protocol that I like to go with is grace and mercy, peace and love first. So you try your best to merge whatever the energy is, the spirit is. Uh, good tidings, good cheer, feeling off, let us give you a hand, that kind of goodwill. Really in the most respectful approach, the most respectful way. This thing's ignoring that. <laughs> I don't feel bad calling it a thing. It's just ignoring it. Like, there comes a point when you have a truth or a light come and it helps to recognize it. And sometimes it's okay that we're not ready to recognize things. But then there's sometimes when we know when a truth comes to us that, ah, oh, this is one of those truths that i got to face now. Oh, there's one of those truths I should probably face, but I'm going to brush under the carpet for another three months. It seems like evolution is recognizing and incorporating a series of truths that are greater and greater in their influence over you. The spirit doesn't recognize truth, so <laughs> or doesn't want to or isn't ready to, but okay. I've come across people who have things attached to them where it's uh it had a more of a symbiotic feel. Yeah, they were it was like a codependent relationship, but they were also getting something from the relationship. Like maybe one was getting strength and the other one was just getting to experience the human ride again, so to speak. So not all attachments are negative. Some are symbiotic and they can act as training wheels for both parties involved. This isn't that. All right, so <laughs> what we do in this instance is spiritually I close my eyes and I just let my spirit team take care of it. I think they're forcibly removed and taken to rehabilitation. <laughs> that's, that's how I imagine it anyway. So let's let that happen. Ah, all right. I'm going to give this guy a little credit. Still didn't want to let go when it was being pulled away, when the energy was being separated. I think if there's anything that's ever a part of us, there's always uh, some kind of process, some kind of goodbye, even if you know it's a bad part of us. I used to drink all the time and really like it. Then I got out of control and I had to say goodbye to it. Something like that. You know it's not good for you, but you still realize you, you got to say goodbye to it. You had some fun times in there, and it's just. But you know it's time. It's not not this life. So I got to say goodbye to you. Something like that. So that was Sadie's like, yeah, you had been sucking on me for a while, but it's still all cool, no problem. Like a goodbye of recognition, somewhat of a processing of the goodbye, but like. Wish you well, and I, mean, I am glad you're off of me. <laughs> like, like that. The thing, uh, I'm going to give it more than a thing status, the spirit in that, with Sadie doing that, had a, like a, my bad, a, a moment of my bad. Too late. Can't go back and have the moment that would have been better. 
but to have that moment of recognition of my man like the, let me see if I can feel where it is now yeah Sadie feels golden so much lighter mm. she feels like somebody who wow they're doing good even though they're going all through, through that would feel if the all that is then magically removed from them they'd just be golden golden alright this is going very well pandemonium Pleasantville became balanced the man our first friend of Pleasantville outside the graveyard anvil heavyweight lifted that weight was lifted that's a vibrational thing I just got it that weight was lifted yes vibrationally emotionally I get it he's doing well and we're going to check on him another show for sure first friend from Pleasantville Sadie feels golden alright now we're we're near the end of the show this might have to be a part two I'm just going to be asked to connect to the most powerful thing in there just a side note the energies I felt from our first friend and from Sadie and from the spirit that was with Sadie unwelcomely (laughs) that was enough of an off balance I can see that would throw that area off balance there was some heaviness there was some something you wouldn't say it was nothing it was it was powerful so let's see what the most powerful spirit in there has to say team please connect me with the most powerful spirit that frequents often and or lives in this area that was the strangest experience let me describe this one. I didn't want to leave. I'll tell you that. Wow. Connected with a very powerful, calm, resting, slightly stressed entity. That Yeah, I'm sorry. Sasquatch like big. Yes, filled my room and then some with energy. And it was sleeping. It's literally sleeping right now. Now, imagine you had a rough day and you fell asleep and then your partner comes in and even though you're sleeping, some party recognizes that the one you love has come and maybe they experience you like reaching up to grab their hand or something or reaching for you in some way, even though they're not fully conscious because they're sleeping that they're doing that. Like that kind of welcome. That's the kind of what, well, not in that, what, not in a relationship way. I couldn't think of a good friend analogy, but you get what I'm saying. Not in a relationship way, not in a romantic way, in an energetic way. Like, a, oh, okay, so I came upon it sleeping and it yielded it, it let the merge happen. And the, in turn, because we, I, we were merged with it the slight stress that I felt balanced out. And then once that happened, I fully merged with it. Peaceful, resting, happy, balanced, no stress. And then the energy was just ridiculous. And it knows me. And I know it. Um, so yeah, I have to do a part two. We are going to revisit our first friend from Pleasantville. This has to be a part two. I got to go back. Make sure the area is okay. Make sure first friend 
is okay. Make sure Sadie's okay. Maybe I'll even go check on the spirit because it, you know, if it just was relentless to the end, I wouldn't have. But that it gave a my bad as it was leaving. Uh, maybe I'll we'll, if I remember, I'll check on it too. <laughs> and of course, my Sasquatch friend. And then there's going to be a part three. I'm going to go there during the daytime and check it out, take pictures, post the pictures. And then I'll, I'm going to ask Woody. If I didn't mention it, I thought I did. I have another podcast that's just for fun. It's called Now It's Nonsense. Woody did the pilot with me. I'm going to ask Woody if he wants to come with me. Because I was, you know, some people talk about supernatural stuff. They give you that look and you know to shut up and never mention it again. And some people you talk about supernatural stuff and they're like, really? What? And they ask questions. And Woody even said when he was leaving last time I saw him, like, I want in. So I'm going to ask Woody if he wants to be my my, uh, shotgun. And yeah, camping in the car with coffee. (laughs) Something like that. Because, yeah, I ain't setting up a tent or anything like that. This whole getting out of my even house and everything, you know, getting coming out of my comfort zone, did all that stuff. I'm not a shut-in, but I'm a homebody. And uh, I like walking in the woods, but I'm not a camping person, although I know I've done it once or twice in my life. So, anyway, let's wrap this up. I'll see you back for part two when we revisit Pandemonium, all our friends, and then... Part three, where we go there during the day, and then part five before we go at night. Till next time, everyone. Great hanging with you. Peace. <laughs>